0: Hello and welcome to the first Black Country Ramble. I am Kiz
1: and I'm an Albion fan. Uh, um, I'm JB and I am, have been a long-suffering Wolves fan but ultimately enjoying life right now. Yeah, can't say the same about
0: being an Albion fan. <laughs> but if you are sat there thinking this is a little bit weird, an Albion fan and a Wolves fan on the same podcast, it's because it is. Um, but we thought, why not take somebody who loves... Albion and somebody who loves Wolves, and put them together with somebody who doesn't necessarily hate Albion or Wolves, um, that, but is going to offer the a key contrasting thing. opinion.
1: Absolutely. That's the yeah. key thing. It's about being as impartial a Wolves and Albion fan as, as, as you can be. And I think we both sort of fit those molds. Hope um, so. I think as well, at the time will tell about it. The more we do this, the more will uh, our true personalities will come out.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if there's any audio issues, guys, uh, just bear with us. This is the first recording, and hopefully we can get those ironed out the more we record. So, first, uh, JB, how are you? Did you enjoy the football very, the
1: weekend? Um, I enjoyed the weekend football. <laughs> it was very entertaining. I can't say so much the 180 minutes that sat through Watching Albion and Wolves on Monday night um, wasn't for the faint-hearted. Those two games, no, but obviously, we'll come up, we'll come on to that in a minute. But uh, in terms of the Premier League itself, it was a fascinating weekend all around. But um, yeah, we'll sort of touch on our boys in the yeah. next few minutes. I imagine
0: another team not too far from Albion or Wolves won again, which is kind of a taboo <laughs> subject. But yeah, a bit disappointing, but. Fair play. You know,
1: every dog <laughs> has it a day. They've had a fantastic start. There's no, yeah, no two have. way There's no for those that people that obviously aren't sure we are on about obviously Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a, had a fantastic start. Really, I think the difference in terms of the way that they've played and the way they've set up in compared to last season, they look a completely different proposition. Um, granted, Liverpool result was fantastic. Um, I think you, everyone will have to give them credit for that, no matter what. But I think. The other three games that they've played, I think you can't read too much into those. Um, I think that they've got a test Friday night, to be fair.
0: Spoken like a true Wolves fan. Um, But yeah, let's not talk too much on Villa because... No,
1: no, absolutely. This is
0: a West Brom and Wolves podcast. So... um, Age before beauty, you can begin with a weekend review, Jack.
1: Uh,
0: Let me know, what did you make of the Wolves game? um, And I'll give you my thoughts afterwards, because I don't know if they'll be the same.
1: Sure. Um, A tale of two halves, which is pretty standard when it comes to watching Wolves these days. Um, First half, we were diabolical. To be honest with you, I don't know there's any, any other word for that. I thought we we did not look good. Our shape looked poor. I thought we looked devoid of ideas. I'll be honest with, with you with you, Kieran. Since since the um the restart back in June, we mm-hmm. haven't played well at all. To be honest with you, no. we haven't played well at, at at all. That's obviously going into the back end of last season, starting this season. Um we haven't we haven't played well at well at all. Um but that's that, that, that first half, uh, what's the word I'm after? That first half sort of taboo where we just can't seem to get out of bed. We just yeah. look so, so poor. Um, and to be honest with you, I just sat watching it thinking, if we can get in at 0-0 nil, nil, or 1-0 here, and I mean 1-0 down, um, yeah. I'll, 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 be, I'll be happy with that. Um, yeah. so, and, and, you know, and, and that seems to be a weak thing at the moment. Moment to be honest with you, it, it, it's, it's a common occurring theme and a joke between Walls fans that you know, what is it about the first half? I don't know whether it's a psychological thing, whether it's a tactical thing. Um, no, it's a strange one, it's a very, very strange one. I think second half we were much better, it wasn't convincing by any stretch of the imagination. I thought we, you we know, we, 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 we controlled the second half in large parts. Um, can't think that really had a, had a save to make of note, to be honest with you. Um obviously the saiis goal which is a tremendous strike by the way um was obviously ruled out for was offside in the turns, up, but again it, 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 yeah you know um <laughs> you, you know but yeah i thought we were better second half i think a draw would have been a fair result but i'll take the three points so I, yeah. I, I just i just i just think that going forward that, that, that has got to be i mean how how we're sitting sixth with nine points yeah three play.
0: yeah with three wins from the way you've played
1: it is yeah, I'll phenomenal, really. It is absolutely, absolutely. You know, and, and you know, we'll we'll touch on the weekend coming up later on mm-hmm. in, 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 in the podcast. But yeah, ultimately for me, it, it was a poor game. Generally, um, it was a tale of two hours. We were the, I think, leads are the better team first half, we were the better team second half. Yeah, the
0: good side leads. Are, it'll yeah. be an interesting, little mini league. Who finishes higher between your Leeds, your Wolves, and your Leicester's? kind of thing um obviously Leicester Leicester will be aiming for European football again but I think there's probably three clubs with really similar ambitions for the season um and it'll probably be Wolves have that that ability to win games they shouldn't like they've shown a few times this season whereas Leeds don't have that and I think that's the difference between Leeds and Wolves Absolutely,
1: yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, it's that knowledge, that know-how, you know, and, and being able to, you know, has obviously got his, his way of playing and they've got, you know, they've, they've, they've got some good players. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. But I think it's just that little bit of knowledge and know-how about play, not playing, to be honest with you, Kieran, playing a bit dirty, you know, not particularly attractive football. You know, we've scored a scruffy goal. You go and won the lot. I think, I think scruffy's
0: generous to that goal, Absolutely, by the way.
1: Absolutely, yeah. You know, and, and you know, and then it's just about seeing the game out.
0: Yeah, which if, if I think Wolves did really well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And we yeah. tend we tend to do that. I think I haven't got the stats to hand. That that's something I'll have to bring bring to the, to the table next week. But we we very rarely um, give away goals. Once we lead, we very rarely give away um sort of points from leading positions. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I, if any, if any, to be honest with you, I will, I will yeah. get that stat out. Difficult.
0: Difficult cool to recall any, but yes, that, I mean, that's the mark
1: of a good yeah. side, in it?
0: Once they get ahead, yeah. they stay ahead. So that's uh-huh. enough about the mark of a good side. Uh, now yeah. let's look at Albion um, yeah. and how we played this weekend. So uh, yeah. on a serious note, really, really encouraging signs. Um, it was all change um, in terms of the starting eleven. Uh, Sawyer's dropped to the bench, which yeah. pleases some, doesn't necessarily please me. Um, a debut for Carlin Grant, uh, a second debut for Kravinovic, uh, Ivanovic played, Hagazi played his first game of the season and Conor Gallagher started. So it really, really was a new look Albion side. It wasn't the same Albion side who uh, took a point from their first four games. Um, but, you know, it, yeah, po- positive signs. Um, yeah.
1: Did you catch the game? I did. I did. I did watch the game. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it um... wasn't exactly
0: box office, was it?
1: When was, it, it wasn't box office, I did, I did feel so for the people who forked out $14.95. fourteen ninety five or whatever prices. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, for me, I again, I thought Albin with, with, with much the better side first half. Yeah, um, I thought you know that they, they had a couple of chances. I thought they looked a lot better than what they have done last couple of weeks. Um, I thought Kovinovic um, looked tidy. Thought he yeah. thought, thought he played well. Um, I think second half, Burnley had clear cut chances. Oh, Johnson, how Chris but,
0: Wood didn't I mean, score at least it, once.
1: But the first one, I think was it the first one where he, he completely mistimed that header. <laughs> and it goes he, up off he, the bar. He, and it goes up off the bar. And he knew it. They did a slow-mo replay of, of, of sort of when it zooms in as you were And you yeah. could see in his eyes he knew he mistimed his jump. Yeah. So for um, anybody
0: was, who's listening, uh, Jack is actually a number nine, similar mould to Chris Wood. And... Would you have buried that, Jack? Would you have found the underside of the bar, or would you have ballooned it over?
1: Honestly, I'd, I'd, honestly, I'd like to say that I'd have scored. Yeah, but um, so I'm, before, I think I've scored, all, all, mate. And I've not played football. In all probability, school. in all probability, I haven't scored. I haven't scored. For, I haven't scored for the last sort of three, four weeks. So I'm in a bit of a barren bit of a myself. drought. <laughs> bit of a drought at the moment. But um, yeah, no, he, he, he should have scored that. Yeah. Um, Sam Johnston made a, another couple of good saves. Yeah, Sam Johnston was um,
0: excellent. We'll we'll come in, on to combined elevens a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Absolutely. Sam Johnston is is first name on the team sheet for me.
1: Yeah, he, he made some good saves. But like, I think I think it was in, I think across the course of the season, I, I think they're the kind of games that Albion should be winning if they if they yeah. are going to stay up. Um, but at the same time, that is it's a good point. You know, it's it's a point on the yeah. board. You know, you know. Sam Jones made some good saves. The signs are encouraging that you you looked better than what you have done the last few weeks. Um, yeah, and it's something you, you you can build on. But ultimately, it, 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 was, it was it wasn't a spectacle, was it? As as normal as Wolves, as, as I said. No, so.
0: no. Yeah. Um, I thought Burnley were. Um, I mean, it's not really surprising, but I thought Burnley were very, very, very root one. Um,
1: But Burnley, Burnley Burnley, Burnley, But it it gave me a
0: shiver thinking back to the Tony Pulis days. And believe me now, I'll take sitting in the relegation zone all season with the chance of staying up, but playing fun football, um, and you know having a bit of what the club's about back, uh, than sitting twelfth all season and watching paint dry at the Hawthorns. um,
1: Yeah. I understand that. I think ultimately, you know, the I think people have that conversation down there where they go, oh, you know, would you rather get relegated playing great football or would you rather stay up playing crap football? Yeah, and that sort of thing. And I, I think ultimately, well, what, anyone. what what is- do
0: you think, Jack? As a team who plays crap football and stays up, what what do you think about Wolves? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, the. No, the Portuguese Pulis does it a little bit more entertainingly than... Entertaining. Like,
1: he hasn't been recently. And this is where I think a lot of the gripes at the moment from the Wolves fan yeah, yeah, yeah. base is coming from. Because he has tried to um, start an evolution as such. You know, He is going away from the way that we have played the last couple of years. Um, where that's going, to be honest with you, I really don't know. Um, mm-hmm. You know on the face if you look at the league table and you go, well actually something's, you know something's, well, something's working. working yeah definitely. So, so, something's working mm-hmm. um but ultimately it's not very pretty on the eye at the moment um and i'm I'm not quite sure whether he knows where he's going as well you know it's it, it, for me it it is going to be a process this season, whether or not he sees it, it, he's got the time to process it this year this season because obviously there's no europe um yeah we're already at we're at the the league cup already. Um, yeah, so are we. You know, so, so we've got plenty of time to do that. But yeah, it, it's a funny one with Wolves at the moment. I think we, we have deviated away from that classic sort of three four three that we started off under the Revolution yeah. and, and, and what have you. Um, and it can be painful to watch us But ultimately, it, you know, it, it, it's you know three wins out of five, sitting six. Then we've got a home game on the yep. weekend, which. Is a, is, 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 is a winnable, is a win, winnable, more than winnable game, yeah. uh, and ultimately, you know, it, it, you know, it, it, it's something that's obviously long term. I think he knows. I, I think that who he's brought this year shows where he wants to go. The yeah. way he wants to move away from. But it's very early days. And that shows in the way we're playing, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, definitely. So uh, you've mentioned sign-ins there, which we'll come on to. Uh, we'll do a bit of a review of uh, both teams' transfer windows. But before we yep. do that, Jack, I want to put together a combined 11 from this weekend. So yep. for me, um, first name on the team sheet, as I said, is Sam Johnston. You said uh, Rue Patricia didn't have much to do. Um, so no. probably yeah, I'd say Sam Johnston's on there. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've got Sam I've got Sam Johnston down. Yeah. I yeah. think ultimately you look you look on the face of things, you look at it's two 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 clean sheets. Um yeah. two two clean sheets. I mean Ruby's in, in fantastic form. He's kept four clean sheets in thirteen days or something. In top terms top of football days. Yeah. He's a top he's a top top goalkeeper. We're unbelievably fortunate to have him. Um but but on, on over over Monday night, Sam Johnston made some made some fantastic saves. Yeah, but and, both teams was... kept
0: clean sheets. Um, but you know, it was with Albion. It was because of an exceptional performance from the goalkeeper. Yes, and yes. with Wolves, it was yeah. because it's kind of par for the course. Wolves keep, yeah, absolutely it's what they do. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm not sure yeah. anybody's kept more clean sheets than but Wolves yeah. in the last two seasons. But again, I'd have to check that. I've not got that stat to hand. Again.
1: That that's a stat for next week. Maybe. So we'd be up there. Definitely Maybe up
0: Liverpool, there. but yeah, definitely up there. So, um, yeah. one person who uh-huh. really did catch my eye for Wolves, uh, new signing Samado. I thought he played really, really well, and he's the right back in my team.
1: I said that's a good good shout. See, I I, I wasn't going to go for for Samado. Um, I yeah. didn't think. I, I thought at times he looked like he struggled. To be honest with you, a little bit. I thought yep. there was a few times that he, I thought he looked a little bit vulnerable. Long-term, listen, he, he's a world-class right back and he's, he's going to come good. You, know, you don't, He might you be. Don't play, yeah, you know, I, th- I think you, know, you, you don't play for the teams you play for and, and, and no. if, if you if you're not a good, good player. Um, he looked good at times, but I, I thought at times he did look a little bit vulnerable. And there was a time, particularly in the second half, where he, 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 there was a couple of times when they came down the left-hand side and I thought, hmm. He yeah, made me a little bit twitchy a little bit twitchy shall I say. Yeah, I thought but, he was good um, on the
0: ball, I've got to say. I yes, thought he looked tidy yeah. on the ball. But yeah, that's what yeah. you expect from Barcelona. Of
1: course, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and now a man who again has to be on the team sheet for me is big Branislav Ivanovic. What a yeah. surprisingly good performance. Yeah,
1: yeah. He he was he was very good. Um, still got it the old boy hasn't he, what
0: yeah. is he now? 38 39 yeah, he's, he's 36 so he's a spring he's chicken yeah, I he's a, God, I thought, I yeah. Thought
1: you're, old, you're older than fair.
0: Ivanovic um hey, not quite, mate, not quite.
1: <laughs> um yeah um so yeah no, Ivanovic very, for me it, 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 it was it was very good it was very yeah. good and
0: then it was very good. I think maybe the best player across the two teams um was young Max Kilman.
1: Oh, outstanding! Uh, yeah. he, he's come on leaps and bounds. You know, I mean, he's always Nuno's always seen something in me. He's literally ever since Nuno stepped foot in the club, he's always been around the first team squad. Um, he's always played. Particularly in the first couple of seasons, he, he played a lot of sort of cup games, and he's filled in when um, we've had injuries or uh, there's been suspensions and stuff. But recently, he's been outstanding. He, he, he looks so assured. Everyone knows, or anyone who's who follow Followers football close knows he's got his Futsal background, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he's very comfortable on the ball. But he seems to he seems to have grown physically. I don't know if that's just um, because people are talking about him being more physical, but he, he looks more. He looks like he's grown with whether he's got yeah. some kind of training plans or all that. He looks bigger. He looks stronger. Um, and and he, he looks he looks fantastic. And it he, he he was outstanding on on, on Monday night. Um, yeah, yeah, fully, fully deserved man of the match, fully deserved, deserved man of the
0: match, yeah. Agreed with that. He came off my bench on fantasy football to deliver a 12 point haul so wow, more than happy good with shout. that. Yeah, good um, shout, good um, shout. Well, I. I I hate to admit, Shamia J was in my starting lineup and he didn't come on. Um, no, okay. So, so he got zero points and Max <laughs> Kilman got 12, which was very, very fortunate yeah. for me. More than made, um, it. More yeah, than made it for it. Yeah, definitely. So uh, left back, uh, Saeed yep. was playing for Wolves, left back, out of position. What do you think? Yep. I thought he played um, very I, well. Again, again
1: um, I thought first half at times Elder Costa tied him up Yeah, you ran him ragged um, a little bit, didn't you ran, ran him ragged a little bit. But, then, but then, then I think when he got the measure of him a little bit, um, Tied up, uh, up a little bit. I th- I'd say from sort of 30 minutes onwards, he, 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 was, he was very solid. Um, Sice is a great player to have in your squad. You know, he, he came to us initially as a centre midfielder, um, sort of dropped back into the CDM role at times in the promotion season. Um, then eventually in the Premier, he dropped into as a centre half. He's yeah. sort of right sided centre half, left sided centre half, he's filled in at left back. So he's, he's a real good. He's a real Phil Neville. Yeah, yeah, in essence, yeah, 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 yeah just a lot suave and uh, yeah, a lot harder as well because he's an absolute nutcase when he wants to be. <laughs> pretty much mate like, put a ten on him, put a ten on him getting booked every game and you'll you'll get up <laughs> over the course of the season. Yeah. But uh no, he he was very good. He was very yeah,
0: good. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna concede to Sice because he had yeah. he, he did have a good game going forward yeah. and he had a disallowed goal. But uh yeah. shout out for Connor Connor Townsend who two yes. years ago was playing for Scunthorpe
1: and has Pretty seamlessly stepped up. To be honest with you, I actually had Townsend in. I had Townsend yeah. in as my left back, as, as my left back. So we, we well, we, we, uh, there we you can, go.
0: It's Townsend then. Yeah, um, yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 went, I went
1: for Townsend. Um, yeah, I, thought I, thought, I, well. thought, I thought. I, thought, I thought he played very well. You know, and like I said, you've got these lads like Kilman's, who I think three years ago was it four years ago? three years ago was it Maidenstone. Maid, yeah. no, sorry, Maidenhead. Maidenhead. Maiden, yeah, yeah. Maidenhead. Maidenhead yeah. I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, and it's a massive, massive step for these lads. It just shows that the the the, the, um, the ability and the, the level of some of the players that are knocking around in the lower leagues. You know, because everyone's oh, always absolutely. focused on, on, you know, they always, Jamie Vardy obviously gets, rightfully so, a lot of attention to his journey through the ranks. But there's a lot yeah. of players playing in the top flight now that, you know, that, that, that have grown and, and come through the ranks, come through the EFL. League. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, most of the England team um, have yes, been in the start. EFL
1: at one point. Yeah, like absolutely, I think, really good start.
0: Yeah, nearly every start eleven that England turnout everybody's played uh-huh. in the EFL, apart from your Rashford and your um, yeah. uh, the likes. But you know, even Harry Kane uh-huh. did his time, so to speak, in the in the EFL. Yeah. Um, so onto the midfield. Um, <sighs> And one man for me who is—he was our best midfielder—is Conor Gallagher. Um, I thought he played really, really well. I've just what I've got a couple of stats on him here. Um, so he had a ninety-two percent pass accuracy, solid. Um, it, four tackles, decent. At Fifty-five touches, eighteen joules, and he ran eleven point two kilometers. Now you're probably wondering why am I bringing up running stats and whatever, um, but. A big, big problem for us last season was a lack of mobility, really, in midfield. We had um, Sawyers who could control a game and we had Livermore who can disrupt a game. But we don't really have that ball carrier who's going to um, advance with the ball and cover every blade of grass, um, to use yes. cliche. And I think Conor Gallagher did that. Uh, and considering it was his
1: debut, I think he makes my 11. He did. He, he, yeah, he played very, very well. Very well. Um, Alongside him, my argument, uh, and I am absolutely would put him in, would with, with be Leander Dendonka. I thought he was yeah. outstanding. Um, very Not an
0: easy of... game against Leeds uh, Le- midfield. No,
1: he? but he's such an important cog of the way that Wolves play because naturally everyone will always go and I've been guilty of at times you know it's oh, never as a Moutinho never as a Moutinho never as a yeah. Moutinho but Donker, he's just an absolute animal I think, there's a, I, think I, haven't got, I haven't got his running stats um, I'd be interested to see that because literally if you watch him he doesn't stop he's probably one of yeah. the fittest players I've ever seen but he won 10 aerial duels on Monday night which was 7 more than any other player on the pitch yeah, that's um, a lot for a central midfielder we, we, as well. Which is a lot for central midfielder, uh, you know, and the way that Leeds play particularly is well, play particularly as well. They're very combative in the way that they play. Um, well, it's a hundred miles an hour, isn't it? It's a hundred miles, per yeah. hour sort of thing. But then Donker, absolutely for me, ran the show. He was brilliant. Um, there was a moment in the first half where um, I think it was um, Semedo played played a ball down the right, down the right hand side, and literally then Donker has just come charging. Out and he's literally just—he's he's, the least players have got about ten yards on him, and he's just come steaming past all of them. And he's <laughs> took the ball down down the right wing, and he's just whipped it in. And we had the chance that um, Podence had the, which I thought was in Podence had the chance, and and, and their keeper made a good stop from it. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, Den Donker I thought was was excellent. Um. Very 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 good.
0: Yeah. Um. Are we saying four three three? Are we saying four four two?
1: Um.
0: There's not. My- not much to against. report going forward for Albion. I'd say front three aren't, didn't have a remarkable game.
1: No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've looking at for me going forward standout player for me was was Pedro Neto for Wolves. Yeah, Neto. Um, I thought Neto he, did very well. He, he's at, he's had something every game at the moment. Again, he's one of those players where people will talk about Jimenez and Traore and and, and, and players like that. And obviously, Pedentz is getting, starting to get a name for himself because Pedentz is a very, very, very good player. But Neto, yeah. week in, week out, he's outstanding. He's, he's strong, he's fast, he's direct, he's quick, he's got two feet. Um, just really, that really helps. good. And a lot of the Wolves' attacks goes through him. Yeah. Um, so for me, Neto 100% um, make, makes that starting eleven. Um,
0: yeah, I'd agree with that. So we need one yeah. more central midfielder. Um, you said you like Kravinovic. Um, I,
1: I, to be honest, I, I, I would go Kravinovic to me. I actually had Kravinovic in over over Gallagher, but yeah. I would have Kravinovic and Gallagher in. I, I, I thought at times Kravinovic tried to overplay at times. That, would, that um, was exactly
0: the point I was going to make, yeah.
1: Yeah, he, he tries, but I, but I'll be honest with you, without going into depth, I suppose if we do a review of, of each other's of team, I find sometimes that can be a lot of Albion's downfall. Watching that, I, like, I, I look at the yeah, way Kravinovic yeah. plays at times. He obviously he likes that kind of inward diagonal pass which he yeah. played and it tried to play Over the centre-back nice. for uh, Yeah, he, he yeah. played that a lot. And, yeah. and, and sometimes it can overplay that and, and Kravinevich at times was overplaying but on the flip side I thought he played very well. I thought he controlled the ball well. I thought he looked at ease with the ball at his feet. I thought he started into the way that you play quite seamlessly. Um So for me, I'd have gone a, a midfield three of Bendonka, yeah. Gallagher and Kravinovic.
0: Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Um, I, It's testament to the level that Moutinho and Neves turn in that they've, they did okay against that Leeds midfield, which is a, yeah. probably the most well, difficult that... to play outside yeah. the top six. Um, you know, and... They yeah they did okay I, but I wouldn't say I'd them had a great
1: game neither of them I mean Nevers, Nevers obviously came on he came on for the, I think it was the last 20-25 minutes I think and he, he did, Nevers definitely has now formed into a, a full-on CDM for Wolves now obviously when he first came to us he did have a little bit of a licence and he used to just go forward and hence why he scored a lot of goals from outside the box he was always on that team, but he's now really formed into a classic sort of CDM where he just sits and a lot of the time he has come off the bench at times and sort of shored it up that last Sort of 20 minutes to half an hour when need be Moutinho um, did what he needed to do but he wasn't particularly outstanding like I said for me as, as a Wolves fan Dendonka was the standout midfielder yeah. and, and watching the Albion games I thought Gallagher and Kravinovic for me were, were, were two good players as well so yeah. for me that, that, would, that would form a, a nice midfield three across the two games
0: OK um, and then we've got Neto in our front three um, yeah. Normally, I would make a case for Pereira and Diangana, um, but mm. both of them uncharacteristically not poor, but they could have both created more. Pereira was really poor from set pieces. Um, yeah. Diangana it was so close to having a great game. If you if you get what I'm what I mean there, he was
1: Absolutely. everything yeah.
0: he he did looked.
1: Like it was going to be good, and then it wasn't, and never quite, and that, and that's not quite enough. And in the in the Premier no. League, you'll get punished for that. In the Championship, you'll get more time, more chances, yeah. more sort of more games to get away with that. But in the Premier League, you know you've got it is a week in, week out yeah. kind of job. Dean um, Garner got bullied
0: a little bit. I thought, to be fair, yeah, um, just got absolutely hit hard. Absolutely. Quite a lot.
1: Yeah, for me, I, I mean, my front three, I was going you know, I was going for Pedenz, Jimenez, and Neto. I thought Jimenez, you've got it yeah. go in because he, he's well, the only player that scored across the two games. Yeah, I think that's uh, only totally fair. And, and and ultimately, you know, when he does, I mean, he, he was very quiet first half, but second half, you know, he, he dropped in deep, he received the ball, he ran at the defenders, he created things, little bit probably lucky to. Not have a VAR review on him when he went down and he, and he sort of kicked out a little bit. I've, I've seen, well, that's less, I've
0: seen less things being reviewed. Yeah, I, think that, um, I think that was a red card. But you know, if you get away honest, with it sometimes. get away
1: with it, yeah. And then I thought Podence did well. I thought Podence, he was involved in most of our attacks. Yeah, I
0: think Podence is very and impressive.
1: He's, he's actually broken
0: into the starting 11.
1: Yeah. As he's called in the Winner the Wolves ranks, the reincarnated hazard. He, you know, he's got <laughs> that sort of low centre of gravity. I talk about Neto being two footed. Podence is literally naturally two footed, yeah. um, and he was in his, I think he's sixteen point seven mil. What absolute snip! Um, yeah. And he's going to be a big play for us this season, Podence. Um, and to be honest, you, the way the way that Podence and Neto were playing, either side of Jimenez, I'll be honest, you, depending on on how he's looking, I think Traore might struggle at times to get in. Um, yeah, I, I mean, at, at it's a
0: bit harsh on Traore, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you can only play. Play your best 11, kind of thing. Absolutely, and yeah. yeah. Eto and Pedence performing to a decent level because they've definitely been uh-huh. two of the standouts since um, yeah. the lockdown resumption. I know you said you Absolutely. thought Wolves had been really lackluster, but yeah. those two lads really have um, definitely performed well. Anything,
1: any, any, any sparks or anything attacking wise it's made us kind of sit on the edge of our seat or whatever he's always it's come through those two. Yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah. So, so I think that's our first combined 11.
0: Yeah. So. Just to, I really should have written this down. Did you write that down? I did. Would you like me to go? Yeah, please, this? at least one of us okay. is prepared.
1: So we've gone for a full 3 3 for our first combined 11. Uh, Sam Johnston made the cutting goal. We went for Nelson Samedo right back uh, with Ivanovic and Max Kilman sitting in the middle. Um, and then we had um, Townsend left back, which was close between him and Saiz. But we yeah. ultimately went for Townsend left back. Midfield three of Leander Den Donker, Krivinovic and Gallagher. Um, yeah, I couldn't read my own writing then. Um, <laughs> and then the, front, the Wolves from three of Pedenc, Jimenez, and Neto.
0: Yep, I'm happy with that. Can't complain. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, pretty.
0: Like that. that was pretty civil as well. Um, it was, absolutely. Hopefully, a sign of things to come. So, sure. Sure. this is not only our first podcast recording, it's also uh, the first week after the transfer window slammed shut as it always does. It no one ever, you know, closes it gently. <laughs> it has to it or leaves it leave, leaves it ajar. <laughs> yeah, it's always slammed shut. Um so <laughs> I'm just really quickly mate, I'm just gonna throw every wolf signing at you um and every yeah. wolf's departure at you. So yes. in Fabio Silva, Nelson Samedo, uh, Jan Hoover, um Marcel, yeah. Vitina, Ait Nori, yeah. um I'm not sure how she yeah. pronounce that. Um because yeah, yeah, I've smashed it. Well, I've got a uh, yeah, French yeah. degree, so I should hope
1: I can Absolutely. get it
0: somewhere near. Um, and then the outs for Wolves are uh, Jota, and Jota, Matt Doherty, Ruben Vinaigra. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep, so what do we reckon to that? Give me a
1: rating out of 10 on that window. It's really difficult, isn't it, to say. I think with that much of a turnover and ultimately a lot of the signings, Not really well known to the English football fan, if we're being totally honest with you, it's difficult to say. I think based on what I've seen, what I've read, what I know of, um, for me, it's a strong transfer window. I think ultimately, I think Semedo has a huge upgrade on Doc. Huge upgrade on Doc. Uh, Doc's done fantastic for Wolves, one of our longest serving players, um, was a key component but I think I think some, I think to get semedo in um, as a replacement for Docky is, is a massive, massive upgrade. It's yeah, it's um, planning
0: for the future.
1: 100%. Absolutely, absolutely. Jota was a funny one, but I think ultimately, I think the money that we got for Jota, um, it was a no-brainer. To be honest, it's absolute no-brainer. Yeah, if you get um, if you
0: get that much money for a player who, I think, um, I
1: mean, I, yeah, I mean, uh, ultimately, ultimately, we brought him in. We brought him in. We brought him in for fifteen minutes. We brought him in alone yeah. in season one starting for $15 is he's more than done the job for us. We've got a massive return. Yeah. We've, tripled our, we've tripled our money in, in, in two yeah. years, in effect. Um, and ultimately, as well, I, you know, the key thing for me as a transfer window. Our net spend was zero. In effect, our net spend was zero in yeah. terms of what we sold and what we brought. Give or It might be give or take. I haven't got the exact figures down but
0: Yeah, more it, or
1: less. It, 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 more or less, it was a yeah. net spend of zero. And a look at what we've brought in. Vitini, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I, I, I've... I have seen bits and bobs of him, um, and he looks looks a player. Um, Fabio Silva. I'll be honest with you. The most I know about him was the, was the fact that he's a football manager, wonder kid. Yeah, Um he is. You know, I mean, again, you can go on YouTube and you look, and obviously there was a yeah. massive um, tra- there was a massive release clause for him. I think it was hundred twenty five million. Well, uh, yeah, that's of- a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know- so, I'm not oh, sure. Porto obviously struggled financially, hence why we've been able to yeah, one of yeah. most of the best players in the last You've few You've done years.
0: that twice, yeah. You did it a little while ago when there was yeah. a bit of a coup with, between the ranks, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so, you know, um, well, Patricio was, was, was sporting Lisbon. Uh, oh, Neves it? was oh, from, I... Yeah, Neves was... From, Patricio was... The, I don't even really remember when all the sporting Lisbon ultras raided the training ground. And, and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I was thinking that out
1: was the 40s. players. So they so they all cancelled the contracts and we actually initially got Ru, Ru Patricia on a free. Yeah, and it went into we a the, tribunal, they went to court yeah. I think sixteen mil we had to pay. Ah, okay. Um, well you you so, yeah. the
0: Portuguese football expert, so
1: absolutely, yeah, I'm well versed <laughs> now. Jan Hoover from Liverpool got a great reputation. Now he's very highly well thought of at Liverpool another um, one I for the future, the, really, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely. Um, they could do with him I, at the
0: moment if but they've got a bit of a centre back
1: crisis I oh, know, yeah. Everyone's crying, um, yeah. and then I, <laughs> I, I, and then I know again. I, I've got to be honest with you. Didn't know. Did you know what, no, I'm, I'm lying. Actually, I'd heard of him because I'd heard about this. Obviously, on Twitter, and you see all these different accounts yeah. and things like that. I'd, I'd seen that the, there was I'd seen a lot of videos of this, this, this left back kid who was just he looked he looked unbelievable. The stuff he was doing. And then he got that man of the match performance against PSG a few days before Wolves signed him, and there was like a, a two-minute compilation on Twitter, and he looked unbelievable. Um, but again, it's one game on yeah. YouTube, on Twitter, so you yeah, have to yeah, take yeah. all that with a pinch of salt. But look, as a player for me, it's it, based on what I've seen now, it's a seven out of ten chance. So, seven go. out of
0: ten, yeah, I think that's probably yeah, fair I enough. Think, I
1: think seven out of ten, I think, I think potentially that if we have this conversation, let's say at New Year, it will come to fruition more. Uh, um, yeah,
0: could be a nine, could only, be a five, depending on how absolutely my only,
1: concern, be, my only concern. I'll be honest, my only concern and it's, a, it's an idiot at the moment, I can't say he's Fabio. We haven't seen much of Fabio Silva yet. But the times I have seen him, I'm thinking to myself, is he someone at the moment, that if Jimenez got it got pulled, pulled up that's on Monday yeah. night and he's out, for, he's out for three weeks, can that boy come in and lead the line in the way that we play playing right now? And my only concern is is that I'm not quite sure from what I've seen so far, if he's ready. Yeah, if he's got that a bit of, and that's my only concern because we are so as a club so reliant on Jimenez um, yeah. we are so reliant luckily his injury record is fantastic I'm literally touching wood as I say that here. <laughs> um, you know and we are unbelievably reliant upon him I just worry that if ever he needed a rest if ever he pulled up and he was out for a couple of weeks or whatever um, would Fabio Silva have that is he ready is he ready to go is he ready to go? Yeah. Um, and I'm not quite sure. But ultimately, Kieran, I've got to say, over the course of the last three years, four years, we've had, sorry, three years, we've had Nuno. He's made very few poor signings. He's made a couple, that didn't quite work out. But generally, most of the signings, particularly signings that we've paid decent money for, have all come off. When we signed Jimenez, when we signed Jimenez, a lot of eyebrows are raised. It's like, who's this kid? You know, yeah. he, has, you know he, he, he got bombed from Atletico Madrid because he, he, he couldn't, you know, he, he didn't cut the mustard for Atletico Madrid. He's already scored for Benfica. And we're signing him on loan. With the view to signing for 30-odd million. I remember eyebrows <sighs> are raised. You know, I remember it
0: re- Some really signing well. that's turned out to be. I,
1: I, exactly. So for yeah. me, seven out of ten. let's yep. spend zero. Plenty of money in the bank to go on if we need to. You know, if by any stretch of the imagination we are floating around the top eight Come the January transfer window. I, I do think there'll be plenty of funds available for us to kick on. Um, I think it's been a clever transfer window. I'm not going to say it's been a wonderful, fantastic chance. Trans- I think it's been a clever transfer window. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I also think clever might be a way to describe Albion's business. So I yep. will. Before reading this, I am going to caveat it with these two clubs are shopping in vastly different. Uh, market. Absolutely. What Wolves can afford, um, Albion right now can only dream of. So yeah, what Wolves can afford and what Albion can afford is so, so different at the moment. So what might be a a seven to Wolves and a seven to Albion are totally different. So our ins are as follows. Carlin Grant, Grady Diangana, Mateus Pereira, Cedric Kipre, uh, David Button, Branislav Ivanovic, Robinson, Conor Gallagher, Philip Kravinovich um, and, I mean, it says on here Oliver Burke, but that's wrong. So um, they are our ins and our outs were very, very limited. Um, Oliver Burke, finally gone, finally off the wage bill. wow, Um, wow. And what a a deal um, we've got uh, to get Robinson in the other way. And Jonathan Lecco has gone. um, Bit of a sad one because he's he's been there for a long time. Uh, And Chris Brunt has moved on to Bristol City. But and, and Nathan Ferguson technically left this summer, but that was January, so yeah. Yes. Uh, and lots of loans, lots of lads gone out to the EFL. So I honestly, considering our budget was so, so, so small, I don't think it was possible to have a better window than we did.
1: Sure. Yeah, I that think makes
0: sense. To get Carlin Grant, who scored goals every season um for the last Three or four years, Grady Diangana, who was a massive, massive, like yeah, a it was steal. Shot, shot,
1: shot, when West Ham let him go. Yeah. I, mean, I think I think Mark Noble's Twitter reaction sort of summed up um, yeah. where they were where they were as a club for that. Yeah. I was massive, I was massively shocked when Diangana yeah. came and, and they, they, they said out.
0: they said it was so they could buy a centre back. Didn't buy a centre back, and then they bought side Benrahma. <laughs>
1: I know, yeah, it,
0: it's bonkers. Bit, it, it's an absolute circus it's down there. Very West Ham. Yeah, very West Ham. So, um, yeah. and then aside from Diangana and Grant, who are unbelievable signings, I'd describe every other signing as shrewd. So, we've got um, for less than a million um, Cedric Kipre, fit a bit, sorry for Wigan, there's a fire sale on there. Um, David Button for under a million as well, um, solid backup goalkeeper. Then to have Ivanovic on a free, Callum Robinson in a swap deal, Conor Gallagher on loan, and Philip Kravinovich on loan. Um, that is Luke Dowling working wonders. That, there can't be anyone in the league who's found better value for money. Now, is that going to be enough to keep us up? Time will tell. And I think if that keeps us up, you know, this is a 10 out of 10 window. But we would have liked, um, you know, maybe a left back, potentially a right Yeah. Well, um, but with you know, with a pretty restricted I, budget, well, extremely restricted budget. It, it's um, very restricted, well. and
1: obviously, but yeah, but I think Billy had to obviously really think carefully about where he was going to spend his money. I think that the, yeah. the Dian Garner, I think once the Dian Garner deal became available, I understand exactly why Albion went went for it and took him up on it. Um, my only worry, for Albion is I, I think Carlin Grant is probably the sort of budget and level of the striker that you, you were that, that would have been available to you but my worry is ultimately playing the Premier League you need a goal scorer you need a goal scorer yeah and is Carlin Grant good enough to get you ten fifteen goals this year to keep you up ten I'm, yeah I f
0: I I'd I'd wager with you now that he gets ten. Um oh okay. Yeah, yeah. so I am yeah. more than so who gets more goals, Carlin Grant or Pedro Neto? I think Carlin Grant gets this, more goals than Pedro Neto this, this, this season. This,
1: this, this season, not Pedro Neto for me. All
0: right, there you go. There's Pedro a bet. Um, There's a bet. There's we will a bet. clarify this.
1: Tell it. I tell you what, Kieran, That's a brave bet on the first podcast. That is. That's a brave um, I'm, bet.
0: I'm pretty sure that Carlin Grant gets more than Neto. Um yeah. I haven't gone for your centre forward because I don't think Carlin Grant will score as many as Raúl Jiménez. But that'd um, be very silly. Yeah, that would be very silly. Yeah. Uh, we'll clarify the stakes at a later date. It'll probably be a pint. sure. Maybe, maybe but, something. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, so, i would probably to, to put a number on it. I would say eight out of ten because I think we couldn't have done much better with the money. But I would have liked a couple of fallbacks.
1: Um, sure, sure. And
0: can't really complain um, with with how it ended up. Yeah, um, I think
1: it's, I think it's as good a window as you could have expected as a club. I think I think with the money they were talking about, um, the budget in place, I think ultimately you've done as well as you could you could have done. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think if I was an Albion fan and that had been our window with, 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 with the sort of the pot we had to work with, I, I yeah. would have took that, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and the, the main thing I think for Albion, and this is what does make it maybe an eight instead of a six or a seven, is um, Albion went into this uh, transfer window with very, very few assets at the club. Uh, Pereira was already signed uh, from January, so that, I'm not including that one. But Carlin Grant, Grady Diangana, Um, and even Callum Robinson, they are English players in their early to mid-20s with big ceilings. Um, Callum Robinson, maybe not, but he is a a Republic of Ireland international, and we got him on a free, so we're going to make money on him. Grady Diangana, we would more than likely make money on him. And Carlin Grant, um, again, has a massive ceiling. So it it really is... um, A window for the future if we're relegated and need to sell we can if we're relegated and need to come back up with the squad we probably will um is it going to be enough to stay up we don't know we're you know it's we'll tell on that one um so just rattling through now um just a word from you on Wolves versus Newcastle obviously um we're not going to sit and try and plan out how the match goes because this has been an absolutely mental Premier League season. But uh, prediction-wise, what do you reckon,
1: JB? Um, I can't see anything, anything other than a Wolves win. Um, mm. Pretty confident. Not 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 confident. It's going to be a pretty game. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I think, I'm pretty I, confident I, I, it's not. It, yeah, it, bear in mind it's the uh, the um, the final instalment of Super Sunday. <laughs> um, I think people might be for a bit of a letdown, to be honest. But yeah, yeah I'm going to go for Wolves one nil, and I'm going to go Neto. Would you believe? I'm going to go Neto, Neto one nil. I'm going for a full and repeat one nil. Okay,
0: brilliant. Okay, and I am going to go for an Albion win, and that's West Bromwich Albion, uh, not Brighton and Home yeah. Albion. Um, I do think that this is a massive, massive game in the context of our season, um, which yeah. is strange to be saying that after you know so few games. Um, but it is on Monday evening again, box office, apparently. Yeah. Um, obviously, bo- box office.
1: I actually think choices. here, if I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drop in here because I'm, I'm gonna give a prediction as well. Um, on the, on the West Brom game, I actually think it'd be a very good game. Actually, I think, um, I think the way that Brighton had, uh, set up this year, I think, I think, um. Graham Potter, I think I think he's doing a great job. I really like him, actually. Me too. Um, I like him. When I think I really, eat, yeah, yeah. Re, really like him. And I, th- I think Brighton are a, a, a good side. Um, and actually, I think it'd be, be a very good game for the neutral. Um, yeah. I, yeah,
0: which is strange, considering it yeah,
1: hasn't you, been you, 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 and, you, and you wouldn't necessarily think Brighton versus West Brom, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that that's stand, a standout fixture as a, yeah, as a neutral yeah. once again. and what's that? But I actually think it'd be a, a, a good, good game.
0: Yeah, so the thing for me that... that um, Makes me air towards um, a West Brom win. I would say Albion, but that will get confusing. And um, yes, a West Brom win is our away form last season. Um, and we may not carry that with us, um, but we had an outstanding away record last season um, against teams who we were. Not necessarily the teams we were always expected to beat, or not necessarily your Leeds and your Brentfords, but everybody else, we were really sorry. Yeah, yeah, sure. For. And I think sure. Brighton fall into that category in the context of the Premier League, of course. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll wait and see. I'll go for a two-one Albion win for that one, um, and you're going for an Albion okay. loss?
1: Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Brighton too. Now I think. I Brighton think i will just be a now. bit too strong. I, th- I think they'll just be a bit too strong for you. Yeah, a good I... side Brighton. I think they I think they're going to shock a few people this year, Brighton. Um, I, th- I think. I think. I think they're. They're. Um, and and I will be very Brighton of even, even when it was uh, Chris Houghton was there. The. the Brighton are always one of those bogey sides for Wolves and always seem to get the better yeah, of yeah, us. Um, good, yeah, good side. I, 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 just think, I just think they'll be a little bit too strong for you on Monday night. Yeah, um, well,
0: it's a veritable relegation six-pointer, so we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just about does us. So thank you so much for listening, guys. and no. uh, Anybody who's tuned in to the first ever episode of the Black Country Ramble. Um, I have been kieran as i was at the start of the podcast and jb has been jb uh, i hope you as always some, as always yeah i hope you got something out of this guys and i hope you like the niche maybe is it niche enough to call it a niche uh, the niche, oh, of a, niche yeah it's niche okay we'll go niche yeah, i hope yeah. you like the niche of an albion fan and a wolf a wolves fan uh, shooting the breeze basically um again thanks for listening guys and we'll see you in the next one
1: see you guys